Welcome everybody to True Exact Show. I'm here with Eric, Brian, Dan again, and our special guest, New Jersey's own. Finally, we got on someone from New Jersey, an artist. One second. Finally got on an artist from New Jersey. I've been waiting for a while. Ren Thomas, how you doing, man? I'm very good. All right. Uh, before we get into your music and stuff, really quick, since we're from Jersey. Yeah. Pork roll or Taylor Ham? Uh, Taylor Ham. Oh my God! Really? Nobody's yeah. perfect. That's fine. <laughs> wait, 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 what part of Jersey are you guys from? That's Central. Middlesex. We're from. Central. You're just around there too, aren't you, Clark? Uh, uh, yeah, I grew up there. Yeah. He thinks yeah. he's north, though. He's technically uh, north. I mean, it depends how you're ordering it. If you're like, I want a Taylor ham, egg and cheese, you say Taylor ham. You wouldn't say pork roll. Yeah, pork roll, egg and cheese. I say pork roll, egg pork and roll, cheese. Taylor ham is a brand of pork roll. You guys that's are special. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's, uh, that's out of the way and that debate could go on forever here in New Jersey. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. What we like to do before we get into some of your music and battles, um, tell us about yourself and how you got into rap and how you got into music. Um, so as an angsty kid, I uh, used to steal a lot of stuff from my older brother and uh, you know, I was always into music. I always liked listening to music in the car with my parents and stuff like that. So I was always like intrigued by it. Uh, you know, my mom would play a lot of stuff around the house and stuff like that. Uh, they were into weird stuff. My dad has like the worst taste in music ever. He's fucking listens to like Elvis and shit. But uh, my mom was into like doo-wop and, and the Beach Boys and stuff like that. And uh, So as I got a little bit older, I got like a little, this little like cassette tape player. And I had like uh, jock jams and uh, uh, like stuff my parents would buy me. So it was like jock jams and fucking uh, new kids on the block. Nice. And, uh, yeah. My brother had a collection of, of like other tapes. So I wanted to see what they were. So I would steal them. And I ended up like stealing from them, like Only Built for Cuban Links by Raekwon, yep. uh, the, the first Wu Tang album, uh, 456 by Cool G Rap. Uh, trying to think of the milk crate by milk bone uh just just like all this stuff and and for some reason like bro i fell in love like just in love with hip-hop like right away uh like at like seven or eight years old and then uh i had a cousin down the street from me and uh you know he was like three years older super cool dude and he was like crazy into tupac so i became like this huge tupac fan from like Bro, we would listen to the same records over and over. I remember his his uh, older sister being like, why do you guys only listen to the same CD over and over again? And we were like, yo, we just love this shit. And then he he actually started rapping. And uh, I was going to be a DJ for his group. So I had like, uh, you know, I couldn't afford uh, techniques, but I got like these real shit fucking fake turntables. And uh, I was going to try to be like their DJ. He was in a group with these other, two other dudes. And uh, they probably did that for like maybe a month. And then after they stopped rapping, I was like, I kind of want to do that. So uh, I figured out a way to take my DJ equipment and rig it up to like uh, some tape decks. And I stole a couple of beats off of, uh, people don't even know anymore, but like records used to, or, or uh, CDs or tapes or whatever would come with like the record, the song, the clean edit, and then the instrumental. So I'd take the instrumental and I would use a piece of uh, tissue to, to record. 
it was like this whole process. And then I had this mic from the DJ equipment. And then I, I just started rapping. I, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it was like music. Music made me feel like I wasn't alone, I guess. Uh, like it, it, it gave me like, um, I was able to understand what other people were going through and know that like other people were going through things regardless of like where I was from, what I looked like, like, back then you, there was mystique to artists and stuff too like you didn't know what i didn't know what a lot of these rappers looked like like some of them it's like you weren't on the, the front of your album cover like i didn't even know who, what you looked like who you were where you were from really but like dude i just fell in love like right away i remember uh the first song that i did was like awful yeah and uh i did like a mixtape when i was like in eighth grade i like rapped over a bunch of biggie beats and whatever i could find on napster uh, and I put it out and everybody was like, yo, you fucking suck. You should probably not do this. And, uh, it like sparked a fire in me and I was like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm just going to keep going. And, and that's pretty much where it started. Um, like eighth grade, ninth grade. And then I, I developed like a real quick talent for like, I've always been a Husky dude and people used to crack on me. So I was always nice with like comebacks and shit. Um, and then I started to freestyle a lot. Like we would go to parties and start drinking and smoking and shit. And I would just start like, you know, freestyling and I got really good at it. And then as time progressed, we started going to parties where people, other people rap too. And it, it would just always be a battle. And that's, that's where the battle shit started. Basically like came fraternity parties and fucking Rutgers. And I was going to, I was like 16 going to some of these open mics and they would have battle competitions and I would win. And I was like 16 going against dudes who were like 22 and like, you know, they, they were like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Clark. And they were like, what? <laughs> like you're from fucking Clark. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much where it all started, man. It was, it was, uh, it was just a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking, a lot of freestyling ciphers and shit. And I, I gotta, I, ask, I, I, I gotta jump in real quick just because I'm a big Beach Boy fan. You, you still listen to them, right? You give them their props. You didn't just throw them away. Like it's not like you picked up hip hop and surfing USA wasn't good enough, right? Nah, man. I, I, I yo, I. Okay. If you ask people, if, if next time you talk to Diabolic, he, like I have one of the most eclectic tastes for music ever. Like. When we're when we're on the road and stuff, I'm playing stuff and, and they're like, "What are we listening to right now?" Because <laughs> I'll go them. from like I go from like you know the Beach Boys into Rock Him, and then all of a sudden I'm listening to like a a pop record from you know the UK from the '70s, and you know my I, I like all different kinds of shit and I like it mixed up in a gumbo, you know. Yeah, I agree. I'm a huge Air Supply fan. Just to let you know, uh, a lot of love songs, you know. <laughs> Each his own. <laughs> Thank you. Spoiler alert, huge air supply fan. Don't chop that up and use that to make fun of it. So, <laughs> so uh what Dan here, right? Um he recently just started hopping on Dan Wave. Dan Wave. Okay, there he is. He recently started hopping on the shows, and he's kind of fairly new into the battle rap game. So okay. he did a lot of research on the people we have on. He's, he, he grew up listening to some rap, but not really. So when he saw your videos, he was like, this guy's so aggressive. He's so, oh, my God. Like, I just didn't, like, get, like, the anger that you just brought up. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, somebody came after me. Like, yeah, I'd be fucking scared. Like, 
we did a whole week on sharks. I was like, I'm scared of this guy more than fucking any shark that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So when did you develop like and and uh, Brian and I used to rap a bit and we know what you're talking about the freestyles at the parties the battles there was nothing better than yeah. that man like that no that rage that feeling I try to explain that to people when you get that crowd to like the oh ah uh, type thing right. it, it's it's euphoria it absolutely yeah. euphoria when did you get to the aggressive style like I just want to chop heads off uh, that came more from like I guess because of where I'm from hmm. uh, so like when I would go to these parties or do these competitions or anything, you know, especially in Jersey, people would be like, you're from Clark. Like, nah, we don't want to hear you. So like, it was, I wanted to be the loudest, most aggressive person. So people would take me serious. At first it started like that. And then it started to work. So I just kept with it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as I got a little bit older and uh, when I was in grind time, I kind of tried to dial it down towards the end a little bit and be a little bit more fun because like a lot of my early grind time stuff is just like, I watch it and I kind of cringe. Like the mm. shit I'm saying is cool. And a lot of those battles, like I still feel like they hold up, but dude, some of them I'm just like screaming and I'm just like, my face is bright red. And like, <laughs> there's like there, it, the, 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 the flows could have been way better, but I'm like out of breath cause I'm yelling at the person, you know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the aggressiveness definitely came out of like, I need you to hear me. And like everybody here like thinks because of where I'm from or what I look like or whatever, they think that like I'm a joke and like that's not going to be had here. You know what I'm saying? And like, did, it, did it that turned cause, like, like, what's up? Did that cause like bad blood though? Like I felt like, like the way that you came across was just like so aggressive and just so like... <laughs> Is it like ragging on your friend or is it I know you hurt Dan's feelings. Apologize to Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. No. Uh. <laughs> but, but like from like watching that though, like even like hearing the commentary in the background, like people were just like, wow, like that's coming off like super like is it like did that cause bad blood between you and the other people? Or is that like that was like ragging on your friend, like making fun of them? Um, you know, like when when it got to like professional leagues and stuff, people we all understood. Yeah, it, it, the, the the times it turned into fights and like I got I got knives pulled on me and shit before for like like at parties and shit because like dudes would be like sore that like they think that they're like the illest dude at this party and then all of a sudden I come in and I start rhyming and then like I it would never start out as a battle you know what I mean like I would just jump in a cipher with a bunch of people and like kick kick some shit and then somebody would like be thrown off that I'm in there and be like, oh, and look at this fat ginger. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, what? Like, and then I'm chopping heads off and I'm screaming at the dude right. and I might push yeah. him, you know. There was a lot of booze and fusium there too. So, you know, <laughs> I was definitely like more putting my hands on people back then and shit, like 19, 20, 22. Dan, I'll uh, send you some Pat, I'll send you some Pat stay battles and then uh, you, oh, yeah. you yeah. could uh, really, really see some messed up lines yeah. on that, on that. you know i love i love pat stay uh, yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of his uh but you know i have uh i have a relationship with marv one as well mm, that so had I, to be brutal to watch yeah, i didn't know marv back then okay but, but like it's because i loved it back then but now when i now if i go back and rewatch it i'm like oh fuck man yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh i'm sorry because i think that's that oh man 
Got, okay. on, uh, on that show on VH1 you're on with Rick Ross, you're like yes. battling some guy, and they cut these dudes in the background, and this guy just goes, he just sounds, what did he say? He just sounds super angry. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I know you said angry or aggressive, <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy for the battle rappers to even say that. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is, is like, like I, I act this way when I'm not rapping. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I'm pretty docile, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I've been watching Mad Shark Week. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, we did a bro. We did we uh, we did our whole. We just had four shark experts on. We did a whole week of sharks. Yeah. So I'm pretty much, fine. when you're on stage, that's the murky waters where you're attacked. <laughs> but if it's, it's, it's not just. It's not Yeah. So, right. so we got you. Yeah. But you know, it, like those those dudes, I was hanging out with them, and like they think I'm like this laid back dude. They had never heard any of my music or or known any battles or anything, and then they pitted me against this dude and I'm like barking on him and they're like, Oh my God, like you rap like that. And I'm like, yeah. This guy's like, why? Why? Did yeah. that? That's awesome. I, I will yeah. say, um, what, one of the, one of the dudes who, uh, ups you on a high level we had on Mickey facts. I remember him saying like, you were one of his favorites. So yeah. like, he, yeah, a lot of people really like who he interviewed, throw you throw your name out there, man. So, yeah, like, man. Really cool. Um, but what, what you said too, I, I'm assuming you're around the same age as us, like 30, 33 around there. Yeah, I'm 32. Okay. So like what, what people don't realize as Brian could attest to this, when we were coming up, it was a different time for white rappers. I hate to use that term. I know it's sure. diabolic sees this. He's going to be like, you fucking cheese dick. He'll probably call it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> what does it I'm matter? Irish, what and does I'm it Irish matter? and I rap. So, you know. Yeah. And, and back then, like it's so much more accepting now, and I'd hate to play like the victim. I don't want to, I'm not doing, I'm not Tom McDonald right. this year, right, but, right. but like, Back then, after Eight Mile, it seemed like everyone did it. That was right. it. Like, especially me. That's what I walked out of that theater and I was like, I want to do this. So, a lot of people yeah. did that. And you got compared all the time after that. Eminem, you're Eminem. Right. So, it was almost like you had to be double as good back then. Now, a lot of the new white guys who come up, it doesn't even matter. It's great. It's right. okay and it's accepting. Back then, like you said, you had to tear heads off, man. Right. Like, you had to cipher and prove yourself, and I, I love that. So that goes into my question. How do you feel about it now? Do you think it's a lost art a little bit? What? Like ciphering and oh, just, oh, yeah, oh. stuff like that. I thought you meant being a white rapper. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know that. that get rid of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last <laughs> white rapper. <laughs> uh, yeah, ciphering, like, you know, um, when, when early on in like uh, getting in studio sessions, especially like, cause now I'm more focused on music than anything. Uh, I've only battled like twice in the last six years or some shit. So uh, um, like we used to go to the studio and the way that we would come up with a concept for a song or whatever is we would put play to beat and everybody would just cipher. Yeah. You know, uh, and a lot of guys came off the head like, you know, I won, I won EO dub, which is like the, probably the top rated, you know, freestyle competition in the, in the world. And, uh, I won that in 2013. So like, I was always nice off the head now, bro. I don't, I barely ever rap off the top of the head anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, that's definitely a lost art, you know, like even when people are like, yo, um, you know, the funk flex freestyles or whatever, you know, and people are like, those aren't freestyles. I'm like, well, you know, nobody's no, nobody's gonna go on funk flex or sway yeah. or something like that and actually freestyle what if you fuck up and that's your yeah. big opportunity yeah. you know what i mean so like 
I think freestyling is a lost art. I, I, you could catch a cypher outside of a show here or there, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, I did an ill cypher outside of a show, just like on some random chance with Conway and Benny the Butcher one night. And like, you know, and that was relatively recent, like over the last two years. So like, I think ciphering still exists. Um, but you know, the freestyle aspect of it is pretty much dead. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I always wonder. Go on, Brian. Sorry. No, I think what what you're asking more is like the uh, the cipher more is like a proving ground, not so much for freestyling, but more for like, like all right, if I walk into a place, somebody's like, oh, you know, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I rap. Yeah. My initial reaction to somebody who raps, I'd be like, all right, do something. Yeah. And like. I feel like more now, a lot of people who say they rap will be like, oh, well, I don't really do that. You know, you could listen to one of my songs if you want. Right. Whereas in, in our time coming up, when we're 17, 18 years old, it's like, oh, okay, you rap, all right, it's 16, and then you go, and everyone listens, and you spit, like, the best yeah. shit. I think, I think that the, uh, the biggest part of that is more so that uh, – when when we were coming up and we were doing it, we didn't depend on a on a beat. You yeah. know, like you know, there maybe you catch one dude who's nice at beatboxing, maybe like here and there. But like a lot of times it was just, you know, ciphers with, with no beat, going acapella. And like when when we would rap acapella, we were like, peace to the gods, I'm buzzing like sativa cigars, you know, like yeah. you're keeping your own rhythm. Right. So like uh, nowadays, guys don't rap like that. So, like, their rhythm, what, like, I, I, we, we talked about, I've talked about this with people before. I'm like, how do guys cipher and know they're dope now? Like, yeah. they're just sitting there and they're like, I pull up in the Lambo. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Like, you would yeah. get punched in a cipher back in the day for that. You know what I mean? Like, like pausing and like, you, these guys, they depend on the, the, the flow and the beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I definitely think it's a lost art. But I think that companies are keeping it, uh, keeping it above water, like grind mode and uh, uh, team backpack, uh, whatever it's called now, world MC, I guess. Uh, you know, like they are still that that you know a lot of guys came out of those movements. Yeah, me being I, one of them. You know. Yeah, I know Marlon Craft uh, started yeah. there a lot. Um, I want to say X too. X yeah. from the West yes. Coast, who I've tried yeah. to get on. I, I love – Chase Moore turned me on to him. I, we had Chase yeah. Moore on, and I asked Chase, who's a West Coast rapper? We we haven't heard of maybe up here on the East Coast. He said X. So, yeah. like, I, I went in his catalog. Like, I really like his music. And, very, and very dope. Yeah, and I think he started Team Backpack. Um, E-Money, Toxic, you know. Yeah. They do awesome, awesome work with these up-and-coming guys. Um, one yeah. of the things I like about you the most in your raps is – like you have the ability to, I don't think you sound like anybody. I mean Thank that you. as a compliment. No, um, that 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 is a compliment. Yeah, like I, I'm listening, and like the bars you spit are so like, just this hammer home. Like the one I have versus the six seconds, I uh, put the four, five to six like a CeeLo game. That shit yeah. is so fucking hard. I like, like that Amy in the Congo, the yeah. gorilla hand. Oh uh, yeah, told, yeah, yeah. I told everybody I ever met about that line. I love that. Right. <laughs> mother, <laughs> mother, yeah. ugly gorilla. Okay. And <laughs> I also love how you you make the simple type bars. Yeah. This is a compliment. You make the simple type bars sound like complex and good thought-provoking like right. the line that i wrote this out real recognize real you never get recognized that's amazing right. 
That right. to me is amazing. And then the other one is the loudest will be the deadest. Like, right. it, that's just shit that, to me, I, as a writer, mm -hmm. I, I, I've never even, it's never comprehended. I realized how much work I have to do sometimes listening to people. Like, I always thought right. I was really the lyricist. And mm -hmm. I, it's like, how the fuck did I never think of that? Because it's not, right. not that complex, but it just hits home. It gets the point right. across. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like about your music. Sorry to hijack Thanks. it, um, if anyone else has questions. No. I, ask, uh, you, I saw when you were on Sway. I saw that. Yeah. He loved it. I loved it. Me and Sway, you know, were like this. Not really. Right. But uh, at the end, when he said the Kanye line, was that a gamble? Because when you said that, I was like, that's an awesome, like, Sway even like, but were you like, a lot of people are using that from it? And he stopped and complimented you. He goes, five billions of people use it, but he likes yours. Was that right? Um, I mean, that was on the spot, basically. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, like, that was actually off the head. That was the only thing I did freestyle up there. But uh, because, like, so, like, I don't really pay attention to what's happening, right? Like, I, I try I, – I, I purposely try not to, like, pay attention to pop culture. I don't really do that much social media-ing, I guess, whatever you would call it. Uh, I try to stay away from it. I think it's kind of toxic. Um, but uh, – so like I knew somebody had told me when I told when I, so I found out I was going on Sway a week before I went on and somebody was like, "Yo, did you hear the Kanye shit?" and like played me Kanye being like, "How Sway, you know, like you don't have the answers." And I was just like, "Okay." So it kind of stuck in my mind and I kind of thought about like using it and when we got up there, like people were talking about it cuz it was like directly like right after he said it. Okay. So I was like, all right. Uh, I, and I guess, you know, Sway had had other guests that week who rapped and said the same shit. Yeah. Um, something similar, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it worked. He liked it. Yeah, he liked Shout it. Out he Sway. it out. Yeah. He, yeah. Cool. he also <laughs> broke his headphones when I was done rapping. That's good. Yeah, he like, he, like, pulled them off his head and, like, broke them. Wow. How do you go about getting on Sway? Do they does does his people reach out to you or yeah. is it vice versa? Nah, I uh it, like even doing team backpack was like an accident. Uh not not an accident like in hindsight, but like I didn't want to do you made, it. You made Scott feel like shit. You won by accident when yeah, he like, had yeah. <laughs> a free day, so I just went. At least I bought a t-shirt. <laughs> nah, like uh, my He's like, uh, show up, fuck it, whatever. Nah, these two, these two dudes that I was on tour with that like right before Team Backpack told me about it, and like. I submitted a video and then they were like, all right, cool. You're in. And then these guys were supposed to come from Cali to stay with me. And I was going to drive them back and forth. And I just did it like for shits and giggles. Like, all right, I'll just do it. And then the day of, they never flew out. They were like, no, nah, we ain't coming. And I was like, ah, I'm not even going to go. And then uh, the dude whose label I was signed to at the time was like, dude, just go. What the fuck else are you doing today? I was like, yeah, you're right. So I went and just did it. But uh, awesome. with, with the Sway shit, um, Lord Sear from uh, Stretch and Bobito, he also has the Lord Sear show on, on Shade yeah. 45. He would he put out uh, my first full-length album 
uh, called I've Been Nice. And while we were working on that is when I did Sway. So if you peep the Sway interview, the part of the, uh, when I'm not rapping, he's like, yo, Lord, I've known Lord Sear for 30 years and he's never asked me to listen to a rapper. So you better be dope. Mm, that's good. So, yeah. Luckily, so that's, that's, that's how it happened. They just reached out. I got a phone call like, hey, they want you on Sway in the morning tomorrow. And I was like, uh, all right, or whatever, the end of the week or whatever. It would have been great if you played hardball. I have things to do. Tell them the to <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's, that, that's not the one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so my main like question is like, what's your favorite like line that you've had, whether a battle or one of your songs that you've ever had that you're just like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. That's really funny because I was thinking about that yesterday. Good job, uh, Dan. When, 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 uh, so I used to go by the name Renegade when I was in grind time. So if you research my battles, and there's probably like 30 more battles you didn't see. So the whole time I was in grind time, I went by Renegade. And I actually was the first person ever to beat Rosenberg Raw when Smack was saying he was going to be the greatest battle rapper of all time. Um, but when I battled this kid named DeRico in, uh, in, uh, in Connecticut, um, the dude looked like me. Right. And he, and he stole my style and I had stopped battling. He like can't. And, and I went out there because they were like, yo, we'll give you a little bit of money. And, and this dude like bit your style and he looks like you. So I went out there and I, I, I said a line to him. I said, I came here to put a blade in my doppelganger's vagina and put a Tim on a chin like I sell work boots in China. <laughs> and I always loved that line. That's your, what's your go-to if you, like, when as someone always says, like, who your favorite rappers are, like, we'll be like, oh, M, Bud, whoever, and we always say, this bar, he spit, is amazing. Aside right. from a battle, like, what's a punchline you said that, like, you wrote down and you were like, I'm sure, Dan, you might mean this, too. You wrote down and we're like, oh, man, this is going to fucking hit. Yes. You know? Was there any particular one that wasn't battle-affiliated, just, like, in a cipher? Like, uh, okay, okay. You want to know mine that you said, and I texted this out today. The yeah. Randy the Ram in a candy sedan, red beard, two pistols, Yosemite Sam. That's, yeah, that's like, I love multis. I love multis. Right. So if you fucking hit that, like the uh, candy sedan, Randy the Ram, bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop me. The crowd me. liked that too. That was awesome. Yeah. I do like that one a lot. Uh, trying to think. Did you just watch The Wrestler when you did that line? Like, Nah, nah. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, I let everything kind of be, like, serendipitous, right? So, like, I'll I'll be like, yo, who do I look like? And I'll be like, uh, I can't, I, who else has a red beard? And I'll be like, Yosemite Sam has a red beard. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, Yosemite <laughs> Sam rhymes with, Candy Sedan, which rhymes with Randy the Ram, but I don't remember who that is. And then I'll Google, you know what I mean? And then I'll be like, oh, shit, that was the, yeah, all right, cool. So Randy the Ram in a Candy Sedan, Red Beard and Two Pistols, like Yosemite Sam, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's kind of usually, like, how things fall for me. I would have loved to see the crossed out lines you had, trying to, like, clams in my hand, just yeah. horrible, <laughs> you know, like, Man in the stands. Can't uh, <laughs> My hands on the stand. stands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the crossed out lines. <laughs> 
it seems like you work like um we had a producer we always got these from evo it seems like you work with a uh, neff a lot yes your, your producer how'd you guys link up uh through static selector actually uh wow. so he is under static he's part of uh uh show off and uh so I was working on a bunch of stuff with Static, and I would go to the studio with them, and uh, I was still getting fucked up at that time. And uh, there would always be this kid around, right? I, I just thought he was like Static's intern or some shit. And uh, it ended up that he was like his protege. He was like, uh, what's that called when you're under someone and they're teaching you? Intern? Mentor. Yeah, mentor. Right. Mentor is a better word than intern. Intern means like... Yeah kind of something different i i feel uh but so anyway like static was mentoring him showing him like you know production and stuff like that and just introducing him to a lot of people so the one day uh we were hanging out at fat buddha with uh fame from mop and uh forget who else was there it was like a bunch of legendary dudes and uh the dude neff was like yo can i send you some beats and i was like oh you make beats and he was like yeah what do you think i'm doing I was like, oh, all right. And he sent me a beat. And the first beat he sent me ended up going on our project. Nice. And then, uh, you know, that that's how we linked up. And me and him, he's phenomenal. He's my DJ now. And, and uh, you know, we're going to – we put out a, a, a EP called Lost and Found. And then uh, we're going to start working on – the second project was going to be a full length. Right. They – um. The, the way that the way that you rap was there any influences had? I know you say you listen to Tupac and stuff but was there any like one or two rappers that uh for for me it was M Fab uh Benefit was a big one for me I love Yo Benefit is probably the most slept on rapper of all time What happened to him bro I've been reaching like and uh, not to say he should respond to me that's how I got half my name so true right. exact you put out a song called Exact and I I took that growing up like I right. think Benefit is like a revolutionary as a as far as underground rap. I, I agree with you 100%, man. What the fuck did he say? He said, uh, a first verse and a verse and a curse verse. Yeah, so sick. First verse and privacy first verse. First and yeah. then in Proceed With Caution, he said, uh, behold benefit, uh, so, uh, 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 something like uh, the soul of Confederates or some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was dope, he's fired. Bones crunch um, like Nestle, like and this yeah. was like he was just recording this on thirteen dollar mics. Like right. this was like man, That's like, how I did my first mixtape. Oh yeah, and I on what yeah. Blaze and Audio? That like, same, <laughs> same little sip mic. Yeah, they were really bad. I redid yep. Juicy. On Blaze was was it Blaze Audio, the software, or what was it? I don't even remember. No, no, I was recording on tapes. Oh shit. Bro, what we used to do, what I used to do was download a beat and rap a cappella and copy and paste it and it was just offbeat. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Well no, the worst uh, one to do with the where we would play the beat with the speaker and then let it play and rap over it so it would be like echoing the entire time. Yeah. Hey, you gotta start somewhere, right? Oh no nice. <laughs> My bad I'm awesome. but trying to plug my phone in so it doesn't die um yeah so the guys that i got my my style from i guess i'd probably say like cool g rap big pun uh i used to i used to listen to a lot of jedi mind okay, um, yeah. 
like, but I was more, I was more probably influenced by Outer Space. Okay. Who was, like yeah. their uh, group that was under Jedi Mind. Uh, so you were into like all the the apathy, all all yeah, those yeah. army of the pharaohs, demigods, yeah. all those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah those and were it's like weird because I'm friends with all those guys now. Yeah, that very, has to very, be surreal, man. Yeah, like it's very that, those were like what people don't realize who didn't listen to like the underground stuff. Those were like coveted CDs at parties. Yeah, right. Everyone listened to like M. Everyone listened to uh, D Block or whatever. But wow, right. he's got the Jedi mind. He's got the Vinny Paz. He's got the yeah. apathy. And you were like, holy shit, how do you Necro even? Yeah. Up, like people like that. So those were like those are like gold growing up in high school. Right. Yeah, I got I got a record. I forget which one it is, but I'm like, mm -hmm. did posters on your wall become pictures? You uh. Did posters on your wall become people you could call when cats want a hot sixteen? Are you involved? Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely surreal, like, bro, like, oh, like even even Bollock, you know, I grew up a fan of him, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, it was weird because like once my name started buzzing, I would meet these guys and I'd be like, yo, what's up, man? Huge fan. They'd be like, nah, I'm a fan of you. And I'd be like, what? Cool. Like that doesn't even make any fucking cool. sense. Yeah, hopefully if we meet in person, you could say that to me as far as, like, a host, <laughs> and we could be friends, so. <laughs> We're already friends. <laughs> oh, my God, thanks. Scott's <laughs> fishing for friends right now. <laughs> what's, your, what's your approach when it comes to, like, marketing your music that you make? Very poorly. Mm. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, you heard it so, here first. <laughs> bro, I literally, like, I just put shit out. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to make this perfect project, and then I'm going to take all my money and put it behind it. And then I put I put a project together. I'm like, the next one is going to be perfect, but this one, I'm just going to fucking put it out and just <laughs> post about it. Right. And, so, like, that's, that was, like, one of the things that, like, I got from, like, yours is, like, I went to, to, I think it was Bourdain EP, because I was like, I like Anthony Bourdain. And one of your first fucking songs was, this album sucks. I was like, yeah, this fucking self-deprecating, like, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, um, so I did, I did seven EPs in, like, seven weeks or whatever. Wow. So I, I, uh, I built a studio, and I was just, like, locked in. I like just made music like every day for like almost a year and I had all this stuff piled up and I was like, none of this really fits anything. So, then, so where uh, do you find that though? Like, where do you find like all, like, I feel like bands, like, cause I, I'm not really the rap guy. I like more like rock bands and stuff like that. They sure. come up with the albums every three, four years. But for you to pull that off, where do you find that like energy or just that? I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't really put that into words. Uh, as soon as a beat comes on and I hear it, I could write a, I could write a whole song in like 20 minutes and then yeah. record it. So like, I'm very, very fast at writing. Me and Mickey Fax, we, when we did the song Tale of Two Renegades, mm -hmm. because his name used to be Renegade and so did mine. So when, uh, when we did that record, we raced each other in the studio to see who could write their verse faster. And uh, he beat me by like 30 seconds. It was like 11 minutes. Jeez. And well, uh, those verses are fucking crazy dope too. Like, you know, sometimes I have like some notes or whatever. Like, I'll, I'll come up with like some kind of concept when I'm driving or I'm chilling or whatever, and I'm, I'm not in the studio. But a lot of times I just throw the beat on and, and I let the beat 
I, I, I heard Jay-Z say this one time, and it kind of always stuck with me. It was like, uh, always let your voice be an instrument adding to the music. Mm. So that's kind of what I do. Like, the beat tells me what to write as soon as I hear it. And, like, you know, then I just kind of, like, create the thoughts around whatever the beat's telling me to say. What I, um, what I always found helpful, do you do this when someone – so Neff or whoever makes a beat, our, our friend – uh, our friend who made beats, he would name the beats, right? And let's yeah. say he named one only you or motion picture. That's right. I'd write a song called motion picture, like, right. and, and kind of think of a concept that he named the beat. Uh, right. Do you do that? Only, only if there's like a, a sample hook or like some cuts in it or whatever. But usually like, bro, people send me fucking weird named beats like pig fucker. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to write that record. Uh, or, or And a lot of guys send you numbered beats, so I'm not going to call it, like, 3,000. You know what I mean? So, um, but, <laughs> big fucking beat. Bro, some people send me the weird – yeah. Because my, my – my, especially when I, like, go online and I'm like, yo, whoever's got beats, send them. I'll get, like, a 1,000 beats sent to me. You know what I mean? So, like, I it, – it's, like, draining going through them because, like, by the time I get through, like, you know, 30 of them, I forget that I loved the second one I listened to. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, I'll listen to the first one. If I like it, I'll write the song right then and there. And then I'll, I'll keep listening and then find the ninth one, and I like that one, and I start writing. But right. um, these are all, like, first world problems because, yeah. like, I used to be like, yo, how do I get producers to even send me beats? And now it's like I have an overstock of beats, and – you know, I got production from Eric Sermon and Rockweiler and Static and, you know, all these people just sitting on my computer that I'm waiting to write to. I'm just waiting for nothing, basically. I have no reason to wait. I, I, just <laughs> so, have, I, I have one more question. Then, a, Do you ever think about getting back into the battle scene, like the King of the Dot format or anything, or no? So, uh, I'll tell you guys first because you I don't heard know. Heard it here first, exclusive. Exclusive. Jersey's own, Ren Thomas. I don't. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I believe, right? I'm under the pretense right now that URL is doing a television show. Okay. Uh, I was asked to be on it. All right. I think they started in September. All right. That's okay. cool, man. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, but then, then then COVID happened, so like I don't I don't know. So awesome. So like one of my questions is like once again I'm not a rap guy whatsoever. Is is like taking bits and pieces from like other like songs like still like big like like how you say like Beach Boys? Standpoint. Yes. Standpoint. It's like you don't really see that anymore. But like, is there like something that like you would still really want to like sample into one of your songs? These are all records. That It'd I'm be gonna great if you just first. broke them. But just like how you're saying, like Beach Boys, like you love the Beach Boys. Like what are yeah. Scott's like songs that like I still listen to today? It's like Don't Worry Baby. Shameless plug. Thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I still, I, I, I got into producing like two years ago. So like I love, I only sample. Like, I, I can't play instruments and shit. So, like, I only sample. Uh, and I usually rap over sample music. So, uh, yeah, we still do that. I mean, uh, most 
underground dudes, I guess. I, I, I hate putting myself in that box, but, you know, m most people sample. So even though you might not know that it's a sample, it's probably a sample from some like weird Ukrainian band. And then you hear it and you're like, oh shit, this is dope. But you don't know that it's a sample. Because it's not always vocals. It's not, if it's not the vocals, sometimes it's hard to tell what it is. You know what I mean? Like, like a Derringer, right? The guy who produces for most of the Griselda stuff, he, he all, all he does is sample. Mm. Meanwhile, 99 Luff Balloons, the Nina group is like, you son of a bitch, this is our fucking song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fucking crazy. They probably do just take shit from Europe. Yeah. But like have Why you not? ever found like like those people are, like pissed off? Like has anybody like reached out to be like, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, or is it like out of like respect, like I don't like this, I wanna like do a new spit on this. Um I don't know. I'll probably get a letter tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've never cleared a sample, so I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, um, Ren, uh, we like uh, any other questions before you I get got, to the I've got, I've got one more here. question. Being yeah. a native to Jersey, we, we're obviously between Philly and New York. Uh, how do you kind of break through? What do you think is tougher to break through, going through the New York route and kind of being known there or through Philly? Or, I mean, now I guess everything's viral, but you know what I mean? Like, is that? Yeah. So, I uh, I started to get a buzz in New York after I won EO Dub, because that's out of Manhattan. So, like, mm -hmm. that scene is very different. And then I got signed to a label in Philly, and then that's really where I broke in. Okay. So, I mean, they're kind of parallel, but they're, uh, I feel like Philly's a little bit of a rougher crowd, like. Mm. They'll they'll boo you off stage if they don't like. Yeah, if you think about it, there, if you think about it, there's almost no Philly artists who get along. They all no. beef with each other. Like whether yeah. it's Cassidy, Gilly the Kid, they all like beef with each other. There's never right. like a damn like mm. collab, you know. So right. yeah, a good question. Thanks. Yeah, because New, <laughs> New York seems very like oversaturated, right? And then Philly, it's like you know, there's a couple people I just didn't know. I don't know. Here, here, the, the, my, my take is that uh, a lot of the dudes from that, that are coming out of New York aren't from there. Uh, you know, they're like transplanted dudes or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. there, there's more of that in like LA and shit, but uh, New York doesn't sound like New York anymore. And Philly yeah. kind of still sounds like Philly. Yeah, Philly's mm -hmm. grimy. It's got that that yeah i like it i like that yeah. sound. I like get... like the new york the new york sound is now the upstate new york sound mm. you know what i mean like you got guys mm. like Edo and you got west side gun and conway and benny oh, yeah. and, and all those guys they're they're killing shit but that's that's like buffalo, all upstate right? yeah. yeah they're yeah. they're buffalo and and rochester and all these like up north be, you know like places. yeah well you know like when you think about when you think about like I always think of like shook ones when I think of New York, you know, and that mm -hmm. beat sounds like it's cold outside. It yeah. sounds like, like somebody's yeah. about to get robbed with a goose on, you know what I mean? Like, that's what that always sounds like to me. Yeah. yeah I, always say, I, always video, felt, I always felt, Saigon, I always felt Saigon was real New York too. Like Saigon yeah. had that New York sound too. Which Bruh, I, I, I met Saigon and me and him traded verses for like two hours drunk outside of BB King's. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And he gave me his number and I called him the next day and he didn't answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it, Side. Don't do that. Take a letter, take a hint from your song. Don't do that. That's a little right. Saigon throwback from 06 right there. Um, uh, oh, one but, thing uh, 
the, the, the uh, getting back into battle rap though. Um, so like, obviously I'm going to do that TV show if it's a thing, but like trying to get into like King of the Dot or any of that stuff. So like, I was like a mid tier dude at grind time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was working my way up and uh, when grind time collapsed, I was going to go do King of the Dot but they wanted me to try out and stuff. And I had already done like 20 battles in grind time. And I was like, dude, just like, give me, let me get on the card. Even just yeah. put me in the first slot. And, you know, I couldn't get that. And then uh, Norbs tried to, uh, tried to manage me at one point for music. Uh, so like my battle, but like I was really good friends with Pumpkinhead and I'm, I'm still very, very good friends with uh, Poison Pen. And, you know, I got a relationship with Marv and, and, you know, I, I fuck with a lot of the battle dudes. So like getting back into it, um, I did take a bat. I took a battle last year in Florida and I went out there and it was just like put together poorly. And it was just me and my one boy from Jersey. Everybody else was from Florida. And when I was rhyming, these people like, first of all, we were supposed to rap inside and then they moved it outside into the parking lot and it started raining. And then, like, I'm rapping out there. Nobody's giving any energy. Like, it was, it was fucking awful. And then they didn't give me my, uh, the final, like, bro, they paid me a very, very substantial amount of money. Right. right? They gave me a fucking bag and a half. more. I, I asked for triple what I would have asked for just because I don't battle anymore. Right. So I was like, I, they were like, yo, we wanted you to battle. And I was like, cool, this is the number. And they were like, cool, where do we send the first half? They sent me the first half. When I got there, they paid me my second half, and they owed me four hundred dollars for my flight, and they never paid me for it. Damn, that's so I never posted the battle. I never gave them permission to put it up. Good, good for you. And and they were like, "Yo, uh, we already paid you X amount of money," and I'm like, "Cool, you still owe me four hundred dollars. Like, this is business." Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, that's not gonna deter me on, on everything, but like. If I was going to battle, it would have to be, like, for the right price or the right opponent. I would do a free battle if it was the right opponent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to battle some scrub dude, like, to get my name going, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So you don't want me to bike over to your town and you just battle? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 bike over. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you, though, man. I, I'll, I, I'll meet you. I'll, I'll meet you outside of Quick Check. I'll meet you at the – Quick What's that place, the Clark Diamond, the Burgers? Oh, place? yeah. I'm, yeah, I'll meet you out there. I'm like five minutes from there. So. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm right I'm, I'll, I'll, We'll talk after we record. Okay. I don't like to say where, I'm, where my thing is. I'm covering no up. No worries. Down here, so. uh, <laughs> um, all right, Brian, anything else? No, I get to all right, uh, Ren. Oh, no, no, no. I have a quick question. Go on, yeah. man. So, Jesus okay. Christ. <laughs> so, so, Ren, like, the, the big thing was, like, you're around our age and stuff. And this is, like, the first like, age to actually have, like, proper, like, rap music and stuff. What right. would be, like, one of the first songs that you would, like, show your kid to, like, this is what you listen to, just like your parents showed you some Beach Boys and stuff like that. Like, what would you show your kids? How, how old is my kid? Whenever you have them. No, like, well, like five like, years I'm, old. I'm not, five years old. Yeah. Five years. If you had a kid who's five and they're getting introduced to music, because like, I was listening to like music with my like with, with any of our parents. Like you listen to that when you're like, just like you said, Scott, like four or five years old. Like when would you interest in the rap? Like I think I think I think probably the greatest classic 
rap song ever created is probably Juicy. Okay. Uh, but it's also the the one that all the corny white girls know at the bar. Yeah, they I would have went with Kim by Eminem, like we said earlier, but whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, you're not going to like kids, kill you by Eminem. <laughs> if my kid's five years old, I'm going to try to keep it, you know. Hey, 97 Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you go the completely safe route and you go Big Willie style. <laughs> Will Smith loves Miami. Listen to this song. Red, Dan, Dan's first introduction to rap. He went in his brother's room and found the flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood out by DMX. And the first song on that record yeah. is by N-Word. And Dan was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I didn't know what that word meant until then. Like, my brother had, like, had to explain to me, like, hey, like. Don't repeat anything. But Slippin' is, like, one of my favorite songs to today. Like, Slippin' is, like. Yeah, Slippin' yeah, 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 yeah. I can listen to that all the time. You want to hear something funny? Uh, flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood is the only album that my father ever threw away. Really? Because the album cover is just like... No, 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 not because of that. Uh, he walked in my room and DMX was saying, I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. And my dad was like, nope. <laughs> Ironically enough, that's the only album my father bought for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, listen to this shit. Yeah. Go be a dentist, a necrophiliac. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, all right, Ren, what we like to do at the end, it's a gun to your head segment. We ask, like, fun questions. It's kind of a this or that, but we try to do wordplay a little bit. So, okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to go first this time. Dan, since you seem well, to I'm have, horrible, like, so I'll, I'll go first with this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dan on this. Dial it back. You got to explain to him. What we're going to do is we're going to ask you three questions each. Right. Okay. Just, it's rapid fire. You just pick an answer. Then All at right, the cool. end, then at the end, what you're going to do is pick what your favorite question was. All right, cool. All right. We keep a running standing. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, Dial Bauer right. picked me as the winner, but whatever. Uh, go right. on, Dan. <laughs> no, bullshit. He flipped the fucking bottle cap, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Dan. All right. So get robbed at a North gas station by DMX or fall off your BMX. Uh, get robbed by DMX. Nice. Yeah. All right. So would you rather chew Red Man tobacco for a month or be chewed up and spit out by Red Man in a rap battle for a month? Uh, chew Red Man. All right. Red Man's pretty big. Um, and then uh, would you rather eat Taylor ham or have a ham named Taylor? Uh, eat Taylor ham. Duh, I'm from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, right. Pork roll. We've established this. Pork roll. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> uh, Brian, you're up. All right. Um, would you rather never buy anything made in China again or be a maid in China for a year? <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd rather never buy anything made in China. <laughs> I, I picture you in that maid outfit for some <laughs> <Just> A <laughs> shortcut, like. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. You developed an Asian accent. Um, <laughs> would you rather be a feminine man or a masculine woman? <laughs> I guess a feminine man. <laughs> uh, would you rather be labeled a nut job or have a job labeling nuts? Labeled a nut job. <laughs> I can't follow that. All right, I'll, I'll follow this. All right, Three ready? fucking bangers. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, All right. Bro. 
Ren, would you rather play musical chairs or throw chairs at a musical? <laughs> throw chairs at a musical. Okay. All right. Would you rather watch for one year Walker, Texas Ranger, or walk one time to Texas dressed as a New York Ranger? Uh, I like I Walker, Texas Ranger. Chuck Norris is shit. <laughs> okay. Last one. Last one. Would you rather have to start a conga line at every wedding you're at or skip every wedding you're invited to with the excuse I have to watch Congo? So long. Start the conga line, bro. I'm, right. I'm a good time. All right. God damn it. You know, I thought, I thought right. it'd be better. Well, Sorry about that. Those are tough. Okay. Mine aren't <laughs> that good. But uh, would you rather go to college for four years or build collages for four years? Uh, build collages. <laughs> uh, would you rather uh, wear a jersey every day for the rest of your life or never return to Jersey again? I'd rather wear a jersey. There you go, jersey pride. Would you rather never receive nudie pics again or never eat any kind of noodles again? <laughs> Think on that. Go ahead. Um, I'm engaged, so I guess I'm going to eat noodles. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to volunteer out this week. Go ahead. All right, Ren, you got to pick a winner. Um, I, I think the popular vote might be Brian, but it's your choice. Who said the maids? Brian, yeah. God yeah. Damn. Brian, they got to give you credit for that one. That was three for three. Like, and you deserve it because you haven't won in like a long time. So yeah. it is what that it is. That was a big uh, bot. We bot. He bodied the whole. Yeah, that was a body yeah. bag. That's a three zero. Yeah. That's a complete nonsense. Uh, fucking massacre. Um, That's a thirty. Yeah, uh, Ren, promote your stuff. Uh, your Instagram. Will any albums you got coming out? I have an album coming out uh, this year before the end of the year called The Renaissance, fully produced by a New Jersey producer named Nemesis. Uh, we're still finalizing some stuff on it, but, uh, that's coming out. I also have a, uh, Lost and Found 2 is coming out later on after that. And then, uh, um, a project that is untitled so far, but, uh, so I have a lot of stuff coming out. Um, I'm going to be dropping some new music very, very soon. My Instagram is renthomasmusic at gmail. Jesus, that's my email. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> he just long... gives his phone number out. My phone yeah. number. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> uh, it's renthomasmusic on everything. And then uh, when people ask like where they can find my music and shit, I always just tell them to go to whatever DSP they use and just type my name in, and um, everything should pop up or Google me. You know, nice. uh, what's the Google? It's like, like the worst thing to say to people. I, I always feel like such a dick. They're like, yo, where can I check you out? I'm like, Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a power, that's a power move right there. That should be, that's your untitled EP. Just fucking name it Google me. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be like, I'll like meet somebody and they'll be like, so what do you do for a living? You know, I'll be hanging out with like my girl and some, one of her friends and like the guys there. And he's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, Probably oh, jerk. I'm a I'm a, I'm a rapper, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So what do you actually do for work? And I'm like, no, like, yo, you have a phone, right? Yeah, so just, like, go on your safari right there. Yeah, type my name. Yeah, that's me. See? That's my that's my picture, and there's some music and stuff, and an article. And also, uh, it says that I make $2 million a year, but that's not real. <laughs> but that, they probably do that with Brian, too. Like, or, Brian, you could probably attest, like, comedians, they probably say the same shit, too. Oh, you're a comedian? You don't, what else do you do? 
but it's like I'm a oh, comedian, yeah. you know? Right. So it, it is a weird thing. Ren, thanks for coming on, man. This is really fun. Oh, I hope you had a good time. I, I had a great time. Yeah. I know. We're, we're pretty good at this, so tell your friends. <laughs>